Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to a new week. Let's get into the Word of God today. First Peter chapter 5, um, and I'm going to read from verse 8. It says, um, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brothers or brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. You know, every one of us in our life has have a playlist of what we're listening to. Not music, but, but uh, what we're putting through our ears, what we're putting into our eyes, what we're telling ourselves. There's a theme that, that takes place in our heart. And that theme that you decide to choose, that theme will make a difference. For many people, you know, if you just look at the natural course of this world, they get into high school and the theme is be popular, you know, try to fit in. For some, for some people, their parents build into them, get a good education, excel in class. For some people you can see their, their aim in, in high school is just to do well because the parents have built it into their heart. Hey, you've got college what you do at this time is going to really shape you for the future. The job that you get, the quality of life that you have is dependent on this. And so you see the kids who focus. You see the kids who take their their pride, who take their identity from just being the best student. They're, they don't care that much to be the most popular, but they, they for them, they like that they're smart, right? But there's a there's a playlist of what's going on in their head. And then there's the other students who get in there and then they're just trying to enjoy life and and then by the time college comes, some kids are just, hey, I'm just trying to sow my wild oats. They're just trying to party as much as they can. But there's a playlist. But as Christians, it's the same thing. So what is the playlist that's been playing through your mind? What is the, what is the theme? You can look at your actions and your motivations and begin to see this, the playlist that you've been listening to. For many Christians, the playlist is be a Christian, but have as much fun as possible. And so... And I'm not taken away from fun, but it, that, that leads to questions like, can I listen to this music and still be a Christian? Can I watch this movie and still be a Christian? And so it's people want to maintain their relationship with the Lord, but then they want to walk on the outskirts of that and, of, and they really leave productive Christianity behind just because they want to enjoy their life, have fun, and still be a Christian. And again, fun is good. God created fun. Enjoying your life is good. The Bible talks about enjoying your life. But when your whole motivation is to enjoy your life, that's not going about it the way God intended. It's like when you are trying to plan for your own comfort and and put this kingdom of God behind that, you'll never find it. When you choose to put the kingdom of God first, God will always arrange for you to be in a ble- place that you're blessed, in a place that life's an adventure, that, you, that you'll enjoy your life. But if your main motivation of li- in life is to just have fun and enjoy your life and, and have adventures and make friends and meet nice people, that's not the Christian life. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So I want to be a reminder to you today. Yes, there's place to enjoy life, but what are you aiming for? What's the playlist? If you read the language of the New Testament, it's not a, it's not 
our life shouldn't be absorbed with just enjoying life. It shouldn't, it should be, you read a verse like, be sober, be vigilant. Vigilant means you're always prepared. As a husband, vigilant is that I pay attention to the details. When we get home, first of all, I have an alarm system, so I set the alarm. But when I get home, I'm looking for irregularities, our lights on that aren't supposed to be on. Why? You know, we live in a day and age where you don't put it past people that someone could come and break into your house, that you could walk in and find someone uh, uh, already in your home. I'm, I'm paying attention to things. I'm looking to see. I'm listening for noises. I'm vigilant. I'm vigilant means I'm prepared for an attack. And I know that sounds crazy. Oh, you're living in fear. It's not that. I don't live in fear, but there's steps that I take to prepare. It's, it's, there's things that I do. When I get in the car, I check the tires. They tell you you're supposed to, but I check the tires. I look to see when the oil is because I don't want my wife driving down the interstate and the oil is 2,000 miles past due and the engine burns out while she's driving, right? So there's things that I do. I'm vigilant. I'm, I'm pre- not preparing for the worst, but I'm, I'm, I've got my eyes set to not put ourselves, especially not put my wife in a situation where, where something could happen. She, there's areas of town we don't go to. There's things that we do. I'm, I'm not putting, I'm putting myself in a place where I'm paying attention. So that, and that's what being vigilant is. Hey, I'm, I'm going out, not expecting to be attacked, but I'm preparing that if I was, that I'm not going to be caught off guards, right? And so the Bible says, be sober, be vigilant. You live your life ready, ready for warfare. You live your life in a place where you don't get lulled to sleep. Men, much of the generation, the younger generation of Christians has gotten lulled to sleep of just hanging out with people. You know, you have to, the Bible says, consider your ways. Look at your life right now. Are you moving forward in the things of God? Are you taking ground in the things of God? Are you pressing into the word? Are you memorizing scripture? Moving forward is the, Christianity is a forward moving thing. It's not a hanging on till Jesus comes back thing. It's an advancement thing that God, you've done so much for me that you've, you've paid the price so I can have eternal life that Lord, I'm going to let you use my life to, to, for the kingdom of God, for your glory. Lord, use me. Are you pressing into the word? Are you spending time with God? Are you forgiving people right away? You know, a lot of times too, people just get into the habit of comparing themselves with other people and it's, and it's not healthy. People look and on both sides. You can compare yourself. I remember when I was uh, in sales and I had a buddy, a uh, really good friend of mine who was in sales as well. And we, we were did about the same as far as sales go. He The one year he was doing better than I was. But he would also win a lot more souls. He was more on fire for the Lord. I had been more lulled to sleep and he was winning souls everywhere we went. So he'd come back and be like, I got two sales today. And I was like, oh, I also got two. And he's like, and I won six people to Jesus. And I hadn't won anyone to Jesus in two weeks, right? Six weeks, right? And, and so that comparison made it where I, I like, you know, comparison can be there to be like, Lord, I thank you what you're doing in their life. Lord, help me to keep my focus on the right thing. But it shouldn't lead to condemnation. It shouldn't be that you, man, how come this person's always doing better than me? How come they're always a step forward? Let it spur you to action. Let it encourage you. Hey, if someone can win souls on a daily basis, so can I. Lord, if someone is getting their prayers answered, you're no respective person, so can I. But 
so people can, it can like destroy brotherhood when you compare yourself and it can make it where no matter how you could be winning souls all the time, but there's always someone who's winning more than you. And then you beat yourself up because you're not winning as many. You don't compare yourself that way. You let someone's life spur you to action, but then you don't compare yourself as a minister, as, as, as a Bible school student, as a, you know, brother and sister, you don't compare yourself. But on the other end, comparison can work against you because you can compare yourself to people uh, who have a low level of living. And then you think, well, you know, I read my Bible every couple of days, and so I'm doing better than most Christians. If you compare yourself to most Christians, if you read your Bible every day, you're way outpacing the competition. But we don't live at the standard of most Christians in 2020. Most Christians in 2020 are backslidden, and if the rapture happened, I don't think they would make it, to be honest with you. They have unforgiveness in their heart. They allow sin. They don't repent. They've, they've, people don't, most, you know, we, we go to a church where people are, for the most part, on fire. But, but then you hear stories. And so you see people who compare themselves to people who don't go after the things of God. Don't compare yourself to the lowest level. Compare yourself to the highest level. Find someone that you look at and say, hey, th- these men of God, how did they get where they are? Let me model my life after theirs. You shouldn't look and be like, I'm 10% better than this Bible school student who, who, doesn't, who hasn't prayed, hasn't taken 30 minutes of prayer, who's never fasted before. You compare yourself to the standard of the word. So comparison all around can hinder you. You shouldn't think, oh, I'm doing good because I, you know, I read my Bible this morning and I know half the other Christians I know didn't read their Bible. It's not about that. It's did you, in the sight of the Lord, the Bible said, study to show yourself approved unto God. You're not, you're not comparing yourself. You're not going to stand before the Lord and be like, Lord, I did better than 90%. And the Lord's like, hey, by the way, 98% didn't do what I called them to do. And you were in that. You know, it's, a, it's your, your relationship is unto the Lord. So are you going after God? What is the playlist that you're playing in your mind? Oh, I just need to relax, take it easy. There's time to rest your body. But you should always have your spirit engaged. I live by faith and not by sight. It's every day of my life I'm serving the Lord. Every day of my life I'm, I'm staying in His will. Every day of my life I'm pushing forward in the things of God. I may even be taking a, a, a day with my family, but on the inside I'm talking to the Lord. I don't just like leave my Christianity at home when I go. I'm open that if any day that I'm out, the Lord can speak to me. There's no days that are off limit. Lord, I'm on vacation. I'm not going to win souls. No. Lord, I'm in a lost and dying world. This is not my life. This is yours. My body is yours. My time is yours. I belong to you, Lord. And so are you moving forward in the things of God? Consider your ways. What is your thought life telling you? Are you Are you more caught up just trying not to be like certain other people, to trying to stand out, trying to be noticed? What is the playlist that's, that, that you're listening to? Are, are you living in sin? I'm asking you, please, if you happen to be listening to, this pod, listening to this podcast today and you're living in sin, please bring the sin to the light. Please bring the sin to the light. Pr- please bring the sin. Yes, there'll be correction, but it's going. the Bible says your sin will find you out. So you bring it to the light today when it's the smallest it'll ever be. You don't conquer sin in the darkness. You bring it to the light and you expose the devil. The devil loves to fight in darkness. He'll try to keep it a secret. And the way sin works is when, when you're in sin, it, sin will just evolve. It goes from, from one thing to another thing and it gets worse and it gets worse. You know, I have people and I ho- it's crazy that you have to tell this stuff. 
I have people that I talk to who deal with pornography and they've been, de- you know, people who are in their 60s. You know, I, you know, I was abused as a 10-year-old and I started looking at pornography at a very young age and I'm 65 and still can't kick it. People who have had pornography addictions for 50 years and, and they've tried everything and they can't. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it to the light now because I don't know how to deal with this by, by myself. 50 years of not having strength and faith Sin robs the strength of your faith. Continual sin leads to condemnation. And then there's people who come to me and say, you know, I've been dealing with pornography, but it's evolved and it's gotten out of control. It's gotten to be crazy. It was just, you know, it's crazy that you talk about these things. And I even hesitate to talk about them on here. But it's, it was just, if you can call any pornography regular, right? It's none of it's regular. But, but I don't know what to do. Why is that? Because lust is a spirit. And it, lust will never be fulfilled. It's like those that seek after silver will never be satisfied with silver, the Bible says. You have to choose to bring it to the light. The Bible says to hate the garment that's spotted by the flesh. So is the playlist that you're playing, oh, you know, I'm sinning, but it's okay. God has grace for me. Are you on an, an eternal grace loop? Yes, we live by grace, but we also flee fornication. Begin to put those scriptures in your heart. Lord, I want the words in my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be pleasing to you. Lord, come and burn in me by your fire. Purge and do a mighty work on the inside of me. Is, is, your, is the playlist, Lord, I worship you. I, wanna, I want you to be glorified in everything that I do. Lord, I want my life to please you. Lord, today use me for your glory. Or is it, yeah, I'm just looking forward to a great fun week with my friends. What's the playlist? Be sober, be vigilant. After you have suffered a while, God would establish you, strengthen you, settle you. Are, are, you, are you strengthening yourself in the word? Are you sharpening your acts with other people? Are you surrounding yourself with people that, that, that are good for your spiritual life? Not distractions. Have you become distracted by an, um, another man or a woman? Have you become distracted by something else? You know, there is time to work. So it's not like, your time to work and, and do your job isn't the time to like press in and pray. You go and you work. But we have more than time just to work in a day. There's 24 hours. There's, there's three work days. Eight hours, eight hours, eight hours. And I know you sleep for one of them generally. But there's plenty of time. And so are you moving forward with God? Make that your priority. If I do anything, I move forward in the things of God today. I love you. God bless you. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for anointing your people. Lord, placing your spirit upon your people. Lord, let sin be exposed. Let them bring it to the light. Let them have the courage to bring it to the light, knowing it's an entrapment of the devil. Lord, let it be brought to the light and let the wounds begin to heal. And let restoration come in Jesus' name. I thank you for light for every person to know exactly what to do. I thank you for wisdom for every person to know exactly where to go. And I thank you, Lord, for understanding to know what pleases you. We love you, Lord. We honor you. I call every person listening blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next time.